0: Thank you for listening to The Rest is History. For bonus episodes, early access, ad-free listening, and access to our chat community, sign up at restishistorypod.com. That's restishistorypod.com.
1: Are you looking for a view of the world that's a bit different? Hi, I'm Jason Palmer, a host of The Weekend Intelligence, a podcast from The Economist. Join us to hear the stories that matter most to our correspondents and editors. Every Saturday, we introduce you to people and ideas that take you outside the ordinary and expand your horizons one episode at a time. Join us and see the world from a new perspective. To listen free until May 31st, search Spotify for The Weekend Intelligence.
0: Hello and welcome to this very special edition of The Rest is History. It is the results moment. It is the the final. Uh, it's the moment everybody has been talking about and waiting for. Obviously, Tom Holland. Um, elections much in the news at the moment. Uh, some very implausible contenders, it has to be said. But enough of the Conservative uh, leadership contest. We're talking about The Rest is History's Love Island. Dominic Sandbrook's Pleasure Island, as, as some like to call it. And Tom, this was your idea... Are you happy that it has gone according to plan? I think it's been a great success, um, and I think it's distracted the
1: attention of the public from uh, you know all the carnage and horror that's going on in the world. <laughs> right. But as you say, enough of the <laughs> Tory leadership contest. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get on to the real contest. So, Dominic, what did what, what did you make of it? Because
0: you were much more sceptical than me. I, I was sceptical. I- I'll be honest with you, Tom. Um, I've never seen Love Island. Uh, we discussed this um, on, in Monday's podcast when your daughter Katie very kindly came on to explain the rules. Yes, who to can't us. who can't be with us because she's actually
1: on holiday. She's on a she's Love
0: Island of her own, Tom. <laughs> very, very Love Island. Yeah, she is. So, um, so sorry about that. But uh, we, we will try and hold the fort for her. So, thinking back to the early rounds, I think the big dis- a couple of big disappointments for me. Um, I was sorry to see Virginia Woolf not have a greater impact on the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, as one of our listeners pointed out, she was famously likened to a horse looking in at a window. Um, yes. uh, so maybe she wasn't really cut out for the uh, for Casa Amor from the start. There was a very, a, a very sweet uh, comment from Lucy on Twitter uh,
1: talking about Katie, that um, she loved Katie musing that Virginia Woolf probably wouldn't be a strong contender for breaking up the beautiful relationship between Lady Falkender and Judas Iscariot. <laughs> Yeah
0: well this brings me <laughs> to the other big issue so there's a lot of chat on twitter about judas and the fact that judas bowed out quite early really by his standards because normally he goes right to the bitter end doesn't he no he bowed out early in the uh, in, in the, the bible <laughs>
1: yeah i mean he's the <laughs> well, first disciple to go to be to be honest so I think he's actually continuing. Yeah, he, walks,
0: he walks rather than is evicted. I mean, he's not evicted <laughs> yeah. by a public vote. Um, anyway, yes. As, I mean, as I said last time, I was very keen to see how Judas would get on because we knew what he would do for 30 pieces of silver, but we didn't know what he'd do for 50 grand. But we, the world would never got to find out because he and no. he and uh, Lady Falkander, Marcia um, Williams, as was, they bowed out. She's obviously written some very bitter things in the newspapers on her lavender or, or indeed lilac notepaper. Um Judas has kept his own counsel. Uh Tom, but Tom, I mean you had who did you who did you really want? You wanted Lord Byron to win, didn't you? I I did want Lord Byron to win. Yes, I did. Um, but
1: do you know, Dominic, I've actually found myself, after listening to that episode, with a very, very soft spot. Um less less for Stanley Baldwin than for his wife Lucy. Right.
0: Because of the cricket.
1: Because of the cricket, but also apparently I learned from Alexander Glasgow anti-general Wundwort W C again on Twitter. You could name that she championed midwifery for those from areas of high indices of socio-economical deprivation, and she has a maternity hospital named after her in Stourport. Well, that's the Baldwin.
0: That? That, I didn't know that, but that's the doesn't surprise me. That's the Baldwin's for you, Tom. So um, you know, I, I I like a woman who's into midwifery and cricket. So, you do. You do. <laughs> you'd be great friends with the Baldwins if they were alive now, wouldn't you? You'd be you'd be as couples, yes. you'd be great pals with the Baldwins. And, and so I I worry about what what the impact
1: of Stanley going to Dominic Sandbrook's Pleasure Island may have on Lucy.
0: Well, that's true. There's a lovely um clip for those people who are interested on YouTube of um Stanley and Lucy Baldwin visiting a home for retired actors. And um you can, you can sort of hear the, the sound of them inter- being introduced to all these actors. And they're just, hello, ha, 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 They're just constant <laughs> They're so jolly. They are so jolly that it's impossible not to take to them. They'd be tremendous company. So Lucy's jolly too. So how do you think she would get on with Theodora? I think she's Mrs. Baldwin. I think um, that's hard to say because Theodora's not massively into cricket or midwifery. Not really, or, no. or sort of talking about 1920s conservative politics. So I think that's a that's difficult. Um, I think the Baldwins were quite live and let live. I mean, as we said last time, their, their son Oliver yeah. was not only a Labour MP, but was gay. So by the standards of sort of Stanley Baldwin's set, uh, Oliver was leading quite an unconventional life, but they were pretty supportive of him. So I think Theodora, okay, she's had a chequered history. I think Lucy would... Yeah, she understands the nature of Love Island. She's a woman of the world, so she knows that Stanley has to get involved with Theodora. But, I mean, I mean Tom, I can't believe the podcast has degenerated <laughs> to, has to, it to no, <laughs> speculating. <laughs> about lucy bulwin's reaction i know when, when you did when you did your your
1: your doctorate did you ever imagine that this is where a career in history would lead you
0: i i could only dream i could only dream <laughs> and so so there were a couple of people i noticed because i did glance at the reaction although i am i'm on holiday but i glanced at the reaction clearly lots of people liked the episode with a couple of people who were kind of what what is this babble and um pure old tosh i believe was the phrase that was pure old well it's better than woke tosh because we've had woke tosh yeah. in the past haven't we so so i think we tosh is kind of our thing uh, <laughs> yes. but we're 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 branching out at the, as we've done more than 200 episodes we're trying di- trying out different kinds of tosh i think is probably the yes. best way of- okay well
1: as you said you're on holiday so
0: you don't know who has won do you know i woke up this morning and my son said to me what happened with the vote so we've been swimming in the I Baltic, know. Tom, would you believe? We went swimming in the Baltic this morning. Is the Baltic we not very cold, Dominic? Incredibly cold. It was, very, wow. it was a very, very manly thing to do. And, we, oh. and as, <laughs> as we came back, he said, oh, we forgot to check out the vote. And I said, do you mean, And I thought for a moment, I thought, because we've been talking about the conservative leadership thing last night, I thought he might mean that, but obviously he didn't. He wanted to know. He said, oh. did Stanley Baldwin win? Well, let's find out. Um,
1: so, this is for Arthur and for everyone who hasn't heard the results. So, there were four couples Lord Byron and Sporus, Stanley Baldwin and Theodora, General Custer and Lola Montez, and President Jimmy Carter and Olympias, the mother of Alexander the Great. That's a, that's an unusual couple, isn't it? Carter and Olympias. Very unusual. I mean, I, d- I didn't really see that working. And that, I think, is why they came in fourth oh, did they?
0: with 14.3% of the vote. Still 14%. I mean, that's almost as much as Jimmy won in the 1980 presidential election yeah. against Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I, mean. I thought that Jimmy came out of it very well. There's been a lot of interest uh, in the, the,
1: um, the killer rabbit.
0: Yeah, you can attack. look. That's a swamp rabbit. Um, swamp rabbit. Um, he claimed so, it was a swamp rabbit, and he claimed he fended it off with his paddle. <laughs> um. so,
1: so a lot of interest in that. I, I, I think Olympia's not a popular contender, really. F- um, i think the snakes the murder yeah uh, uh, yeah i think i kind of what future as a as an influencer awaits her i don't know but i think for jimmy i, I think there's potential there
0: you think there's a rest is history episode in it for him maybe
1: i think there may be i think further there may down be. the line yeah um then huge disappointment to me coming in third with 16.4 percent of the vote lord byron and sporus they're a very glamorous couple so what held them back not sure um Byron was the first to uh, to be mentioned, so perhaps people just forgot about him um, no one forgets
0: about Lord Byron,
1: so Sporus is the only one on that who um was not one of the original ten, so perhaps we we didn't give him or her
0: i don't actually yeah. know what
1: pronouns you should use for Sporus. do you think
0: that's an issue do you think that's a gender critical community um have Kathleen <laughs> stock has been whipping people up not to vote for Sporus is that what you think? I, I i don't know i think he's a more ambivalent figure isn't he because he didn't yeah. have a choice i think lord byron i think there's a bit of uh he's not very he's not very progressive is he lord byron let's be honest in some ways he is he's quite I mean, he did die for he did die for freedom i suppose so
1: but in other ways perhaps not the whole falling on chambermaids like a thunderbolt
0: the exactly. whole inc-
1: the incest thing I mean, I think quite a lot of the things that made Byron an incendiary and controversial figure in the Regency period have now come back into focus. Yeah, in
0: a different way. Well, I I definitely thought I thought Byron and Sporos would probably win, to be brutally honest. I thought you would be inciting people on Twitter to vote for them. But you were quite restrained, I think. Partly it's because um, I found myself with an unexpected soft spot for Stanley Baldwin.
1: But also it's because I was busy finishing a chapter yesterday. So I didn't really have
0: time. You're still deep into Parthia.
1: I've almost, I've got a paragraph to go. Oh, so exciting.
0: It's more exciting, than, it's even more exciting than Love Island. Can you finish your Parthian chapter by the end of the day? I will, I will. Trajan is going to reach um, the Persian Gulf and he will see
1: a ship leaving for India and that will be the end of the chapter. Anyway, Ooh. but we're not We're not talking about that. So uh, coming in th- uh, second, General Custer and Lola Montes, 22.3%. I thought they were a glamorous
0: couple as well. Yeah, That's a good, good result for Custer, who I think Tom you massively overpraised. Quite, I mean, you you described him at the beginning as a great general uh, when he's one of the famously one of the worst generals in human history.
1: Yeah, I mean, his his career didn't have the ideal conclusion.
0: (laughs) Well, he did die laughing. To be fair, I mean, it's good to die
1: with a smile on your lips. Yeah, and from the point of view of Love Island, that's what matters: a smile on your lips, yeah, toss of your ringlets. Banter uh, in your heart. Banter in your heart. Uh, and I think that Lola would, would provide him with, uh, with great synergy. Yeah. I think people responded to that. But coming in, coming, I, I mean, a, a thumping majority, 47%, so almost half the vote, Stanley Baldwin and Theodora. Um, and Dominic, uh, a comment from Mitchell Dryden, who says, I think it's my favourite podcast ever. Wow. I laughed so hard at the image of Stanley Baldwin and Theodora. It was as if you were reading the intimate and private thought journal of you, Dominic.
0: Oh, that's that's There you go. Yeah. That's my dream. Stanley Baldwin and Theodora at the Molyneux, watching Wolves win, win, you know, qualify for the Champions League final. So you've always been a big fan of Theodora, haven't you? Well, I did. um, We, I think Tom, we should do give Theodora more, do her more justice. So I think in a few weeks, we should do an episode about Justinian and Theodora because it's okay. such a fascinating, they're one of the great yeah. power couples. Um Many years ago, I did a, I did a undergraduate course about the, called the near East in the age of Justinian and Mohammed, which would appeal to you. And um of course the reign of Justinian is this great sort of hinge moment, isn't it? It's, it's the kind of beginning of late antiquity, I suppose, or it's the sort of the, the early stages of late antiquity. Um, it's a, one of those points that people sometimes po- say is when the Roman Empire becomes the Byzantine world.
1: He's the last Latin-speaking emperor.
0: Right, exactly. And he tries his his reconquest of Italy and so on and North Africa. And Theodora is this fantastic character. I mean, because of Procopius' secret history that we talked about um, last time, we know a, f- a fair bit about her. But what we know is so clearly kind of tabloid gossip, incredibly salacious gossip. Well,
1: except there's also her geography.
0: As you pointed out, she became a saint
1: never really gets emphasised. But you were right. We must do a, a, a special on her. So let's do that. Well, let's do that when you get back from your holiday. Definitely. Definitely. Because
0: we're, we're overdue. We've done the American Civil War. We've done quite a lot of modern stuff. We're overdue a bit of 6th century. Well, we haven't really done Byzantium. We haven't done a, an episode exclusively on Byzantium, have we? No. And we get to, get to talk about the Hagia, Hagia Sophia, Tom. Yeah. Um, and you can yeah. talk about... Uh, uh, and at the end, I mean, the great question with Justinian Theodora. I, mean, I don't want to get into doing the podcast right now, but the great question is whether their reign lays the foundations for the rise of Islam later on and the collapse of a lot of the Eastern Roman world because of overextension. And v- listeners will be able to find out our views on that in a few weeks. Well, I think there's something else that happens in Justinian's reign that
1: may be more of a contributory factor, but we will discuss that when we, so when we come to record it. Brilliant. Okay, well, um, Dominic, I mustn't keep you from your holiday.
0: <laughs> um, no, Tommy, i was to- mustn't. <laughs>
1: Um, I I have to go and get Trajan to the Persian Gulf. So um, we will end it there. What a triumph for Stanley Baldwin, though, Tom. I think it's fair. Yes, a huge triumph. You must be, I'm sure it'll set you up for your holiday
0: perfectly. I've got a spring in my step now.
1: Many thanks to those of you who enjoyed it. Uh,
0: Huge apologies to those of you who (laughs) didn't. That is the most insincere apology I think I've ever heard. Because, Tom, you loved every minute of that. You're not sorry at all. No, I'm not sorry at all. And (laughs) i
1: do it again, but probably not for a a while. (laughs) Uh, well, maybe, maybe next year. When, yeah. Uh, I think it should uh, be a regular oh, feature. Yes, I think it should. All right. Okay. Thanks ever so much for listening, everyone. And, uh, we will, uh, well, we're back on, um, we're back tomorrow on Thursday with <laughs> the most, uh, the, someone that someone you absolutely cannot imagine being on Love Island, George Orwell. So we'll see you then. Bye bye. Bye bye.